Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast based on a true story of us getting together to watch movies and decide to recast them. Yeah. Loosely. Loosely. Uh, this month, we've done our training and ready to deploy movies in a strike we call Operational Recasted Military. <laughs> Calling the shots and recently promoted to Colonel is Hassa. And requiring rescue is myself, civilian Chris. You're not Matt Damon? Not Matt Damon. <laughs> We're not saving Matt Damon this time. Uh, probably could. One day uh, we'll One whatever. day. <laughs> uh, we took on a bit of a challenge this week, both massive cast list and a movie based on an actual event. So we will probably start with a discussion of our interpretations of the story's yeah. plot as we recast Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Yeah. Hoorah. <laughs> Uh, this is one of my favorite war movies. Um, I just think, I just, I don't know. I really enjoy how they film it, and it, it doesn't seem like a typical action movie, even though the whole movie is shooting. Right? <laughs> the whole yeah. movie is shooting. Yeah. Um, and I really like the, um, the banter and the relationship between the Delta and, and the Rangers, the Rangers, and the how how much like the younger rangers look up to the delta but then like steel just hates them <laughs> yeah and then like Ewan mcgregor's awesome as grimesy and <laughs> like i think he gets blown up like three times in this movie <laughs> i think he gets shot in the does he get shot in the foot or he's gets, uh, he just his yeah. foot injury yeah foot injury yeah yeah he, like, coffee run, through desert run, storm yeah. <laughs> just runs out there <sighs> But yeah, this this movie when it was made in two thousand and two, probably two thousand and one, two thousand, yeah. when it was made because it came out December eighteenth, no January eighteenth, two thousand and two. Yeah. This was like okay, what do we we need to have a war movie? We have a lot of people. We need to cast. Let's just hire everybody who is eighteen to <laughs> twenty eight <laughs> at this time in the in history, right? Oh my goodness. Because there's so many people that you will recognize in this movie. Did you, do you have a list? Oh, let, let, no, let's just go into IMDb. We're going to go through this list in IMDb, and we're just going to So obviously we, ca we casted a bunch of them. We okay. didn't cast all of them. Um, we're going to start at the top. Okay. So Josh Hartnett, mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor, yep. Tom Sizemore, yep. Eric Bana, yep. William Fickner, Ewan, yep. Ewan Bremer. Bremner? Bremner. Bremner. Uh, Sam Shepard. You know, people know Sam Shepard. Sam Shepard. Uh, Kim Coates. Yeah. Hugh Dauncey. Hugh Dauncey. One of the best Will Grahams. Ron Eldred. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Eon. <laughs> is it Eon Gruffid? Good, good luck. What, how do you say his name? <laughs> I don't know. Ian? Yeah. He was the guy who played uh, Mr. Fantastic yeah, he's in Fantastic those War. really shitty Fantastic War movies. Yep. Uh, going down the list, Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Uh, guys whose name I cannot pronounce, but I recognize him in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Glenn Morshower, who Glenn is, Morshower. when you're thinking of a military man, you're thinking, thinking of Glenn, Glenn Morshower. Morshower. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Uh, going down, going down. Uh, Nicolage Coster Waldo. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie Lannister. Lannister. Uh, Tom Hardy. Who was Thomas Hardy in this? It was yep. so long ago. Yeah. Um, Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Uh, if if there are any in the CSI fans out there, Carmine, Carmine Gazovino or Gazivno, Zivo, whatever. Yeah. He was from CSI New York. Yep. Oh. So. Uh, Ty Burrell. Yeah. But like for like 10 seconds. I know, but he still like shows <laughs> up. 
Yeah. Like this um, this movie has Corey Johnson, I've seen in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like That's what I said. Like, hey, we need a bunch of military guys who know how to act. Because let's face it, like these the way they filmed this, I know there's a, as I said, there's a lot of shooting and a lot of action, but like it's really focused on the interactions between the people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like how they talk on the radio and and like where there's a lot of talk about where the Humvee column is. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> where are the Humvees? <laughs> They're not coming. We're done. We need a medevac. Yeah. You don't get a medevac. So I yeah, I really, really enjoy this movie. I've watched it every couple of years since it came out. Yeah. I'm it's a, only like the third or fourth time I've watched it. I'm a I'm a very big fan of Ridley Scott. Just in general, oh, yeah. and then Ridley Scott's great. I really enjoyed how he filmed this movie. So, like, okay, it doesn't. It shows the American military as yeah, American military. It's very patriotic, <laughs> um, and the Somalians as the enemy. But I think it does a somewhat good job of showing, not that they're angry, but they're scared. Mm. So, like, mm. when when they're attacking mm. Durant. Okay. When they they hit him and they're like ripping his clothes off and attacking him. If you look at their faces, they're not like mad. They look scared. Mm, I would disagree with you on that. I don't. Well, I, I don't think I, they look mad at all. I don't think they... Here's what I'm going to say about it. I don't think they humanized the Somalians as well. Hmm? They just made them a, a rabble bunch of like... Because you have that like... It's just a mob. And I get it's mob mentality, of course. But it's like... Yeah, they just, they're going out and they're, you know, I don't know. I saw it as a very, we're American. This yeah. is what we do. And you need to feel like, feel American. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, th- I think he did what he could to not to sway that at least a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. I don't think it like, was even, as bad. Even Everman's, Eversman's character was like, you know, you know, I thought we were came here to make a difference, mm-hmm. right? Like not... <laughs> Like I came here to kick ass. Well, I think I came here to make a difference. Yeah. All right. Like he he does show at least that that it's a civil war for for people who didn't want us to be involved in their civil war and yeah. But it wasn't really a civil war. It was a genocide. It was yeah. So it was a warlord and yeah. And that where it was the UN stepping in <laughs> and then yeah. Anyway, it's a hot button topic. It is a hot button topic. Um, which probably why if we ever remade this movie you would just use it as a loosely based on and either change the oh we'll get we'll get into how i changed it okay but you could like easily change the theater of where the movie took place all 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 you really need to have is some something goes wrong during you know a Mm -hmm. prisoner exchange or whatever and helicopters go down no it's the operation to seize their advisors, right? Yeah. Or you make it. Anyways, do you want some fun facts? Yes, it's fun fact it up. Chris is fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. All right. Uh, some of the radio chatter, as you were talking about, in the movie was taken from the actual radio transmissions made during the battle. I did not know that. Similarly, with the shots on their um, like radar and sa- satellite screens, were also taken from the battle. Yeah, I whenever I watched it, I always thought that because like the second helicopter that goes down, when you see mm. it, like it looks a little. Like it could be special effects, but I always thought it looked really good. Oh, it's for mo- like, but I guess it, when the, it the was helicopter real, yeah. goes down, no, it was actually mostly uh, 
until the copter hits the ground, it was actually Real realistic yeah. flying. It's not footage from the thing. It was just a stunt guy hmm. piloted. There we go. I can speak well. Sure. Okay, so all the Blackhawks and Little Birds used during the filming were from the 160th Swar, Swar? Special Operations Aviation Regiment, mm -hmm. and most of the pilots were involved in the actual battle on the 3rd to 4th of October, 1993. A lot of the Army Rangers in the film were actually Rangers serving with the 375th Ranger Regiment. Nice. I'm assuming that's 375th because it's 3-75. I would assume 375, yeah. Uh, I found this one rather funny. Uh, the photo of a wife and child that one of the soldiers is looking at is an actual photo of Eric Bana's wife and child. The what? props department forgot to take a photo of a wife and child with them, so asked Bana's <laughs> wife and child who were traveling with him if they could use a photo of them in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine getting all the way there as the props department and going, Oh, crap. crap. <laughs> we don't have a wife and child. Eric! Eric, Eric, are you here? All right. <laughs> well, this was Eric Bana's first uh, U.S. movie. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Um, <laughs> two more. According to the American sniper, Chris Kyle, this film is shown to U.S. Navy Special Forces recruits to inspire them before they begin the Hell Week stage of their SEAL training. Cool. Makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like how NASA used to make people watch Armageddon. Yeah. It's like, if you could tell us a minute how many things are wrong with this movie, you can work for NASA. <laughs> That's wrong. That's wrong. Why would we train drillers to be astronauts? Why be would we train, train astronauts to be drillers? drillers? Oh, speaking of William Fickner. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Master Sergeant Norman Hooten, Eric Bana's character. Hoot. Hooten. Uh, retired after a 20-year career in the Army, joining the Federal Air Marshal Service and then working as a contractor overseas. After this, concerned about the high rate of opioid addiction and suicide among returning vets, he studied medicine. Dr. Hooten is a full-time medical specialist at the Orlando VA Medical Center, focusing on PTSD and other combat-related disorders, as well as drug abuse. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Not, 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 not the, the character, but like, I could see that, mm -hmm. obviously, that's a big problem nowadays. Um, with soldiers coming back from war. Oh, not yeah. that it wasn't a problem before, but just the way the societies it's, are now. Sorry, this is not a fun fact or anything, but this is related to that. George Carlin has a great speech about that. Have you ever heard do it? You, no, do you remember it? So it's, it's a George Carlin speech, so it's kind of humorous and whatnot. But he talks about how in World War I it was called shell shock. Yes. And how it was like... Yeah. Something, it was two syllables, and then it went to combat fatigue, yeah. and then it went to all... And he said it, it's basically they took the humanness out of it, because now it's just a disorder, and it's something that's way apart from us, and he's like, that's not what it is anymore. It was a great thing. Anyways, uh, last fun fact, although I've lost it, so I didn't have it ready, um, but I'll talk about it. So, in the actual event, uh, when it took place in 1993... There were members of, I think it's both the Rangers, the 10th Division, that did have to run behind the car the caravan. Um, they didn't have to run all the way to the stadium, so as depicted, the... but they did have to get out of out of yeah. the unsafe zone to the safe zone. So when... And they call it like the Mogadishu Mile, I yeah. think now. When, um, when, they, when that scene was happening and they were running out and we Danielle were watching it, I looked at her. I'm like, you know what? At the end of this, these if these guys just collapse out of 
sheer fatigue, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be surprising. Like twenty four hours at the very least of pure adrenaline, and then they have to run out of a city. <laughs> like, oh, I like how they get there, and like three of them are puking. And, yeah, and then like the little the not the little the little cups of water they bring out. Yeah, I'm like, dude, get them a Gatorade or something. <laughs> They need electrolytes, man. <laughs> Get some IVs going here. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's I know it's all super America and you know mm-hmm. super war, but like I really do feel that. I really do feel that Ridley tried to make sure that it wasn't. Hey, this is no. It's like it's mm. very pro America, but like it's not super pro war. No. I don't think it's pro war. I just think it's pro because like they go talk, they talk a US. lot about how like we're killing too many people over here, right? Well, there's and, that whole like do not engage unless you are fired upon, and yeah. then there's that one guy who's like, "We ha- why aren't you shooting?" Well, they haven't shot at us yet. Yeah. How can you Ding. tell? <laughs> oh, there you go. A whiz means a hiss means they're close. A snap means they're shooting at us. So, but I I can't even imagine having to go through something like this no like i have a hard enough time living my own regular day-to-day and i'm not a military guy no i couldn't imagine going into a situation like this and having to kill 30 40 people no like and then or or watching your friends get blown in half or rockets put through them and so in no way is this in any comparison but my life is pretty hard. No. I had a hangnail and stubbed my toe. <laughs> no. But I was going to say, so I've played paintball quite a bit in my life. So sorry. I'm, like, But I'm going somewhere. So This is your only comparison. <laughs> but this is a comparison. So there, there was a field that we went to. Uh, I think it was in Kelowna. And you'd get into a U-boat kind of thing. And it would drop down the front. And you'd have to run out. But they would... Pontoon boat. Yeah, sure. Whatever. A U-boat is yeah, a submarine. Yeah. Pontoon boat. Sorry. <laughs> Like a lander, like from World War II. Yes. Like, you know... So they play the music and they play everything and you're like standing at the front and the other team is literally shooting the front of it because they're just like bored and they're waiting for it to come down. Yeah. And you get like really kind of freaking creeped out because you're like, holy shit, this thing's dropping. I can't go either. Like I can't go out the sides. It's going to drop down and literally you're in the line of fire. And then now throw real bullets uh death and blood yeah. into it that's why i said it's not a good comparison but it's like one <laughs> no. of those moments where you're like holy shit like yeah. just thinking of that you're like oh my god these people go through hell hell yeah and they come up the other side either completely you. broken or or most of the time needing of some sort of help mm-hmm. right like we talked about it last week with the the marines yeah. right like them not knowing what to do after they got discharged yeah right like i could feel the same for these people like well what how do you um who talks about it he's like i can't talk how do you you talk about this people ask me what do i what do i think and what do i do and he's like i can't i can't tell them because it just they're they're never gonna understand they'll never understand yeah i don't know i i've said this before like i've said this already a couple of times in the podcast but i i just find this movie of all war movies, like, there's a few really, really good war movies. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Saving Private Ryan and stuff like that. But, like, when it comes to, like, an action war movie, I feel like this is one of the better ones because of the fact that it doesn't super take this 
pro-war, let's go in and kill everybody kind of bent. Right? Whereas most of the other ones are all like about making sure they kill all the enemy. Like this is just hmm. them trying to survive and then getting out. Like if you cut this differently, it could be a horror movie. Oh yeah. Right? Well, there's been movies like that. Yeah. Right? Drop behind enemy lines and then you're like, oh no. Oh shit, did you ever see Dunkirk? Dunkirk was no. scary as hell. Like, just because like, and all it was was sound and mm-hmm. water and fear. Right? Just that anticipation of not knowing what the hell come ne- was coming next. Yeah. Anyway. How are you going to change this movie? <laughs> we'll, keep, <sighs> we'll talk about it while we talk about the cast and everything I like know. that. So, yeah. So, okay. Like we said, this is a, a true event, or based on a true event. My, still, liberties still, were taken. Still when they very did. loosely based. Like yeah. there's a lot of differences they, between they the actual went, event and yeah. this event. So they went the to movies. no trouble trying yeah. to be like, we're gonna match the people and look, make them look. Yeah. So I decided for this, I'm going to take the premise. You know, an elite squadron or elite military going in, trying to take over some or uh, take on some people and then getting left behind and uh, basically the whole plot. And here comes the fun part. <laughs> so I basically decided this is going to be a futuristic movie. This is okay. going to be a clash of sci-fi military. Okay. So my idea is take it completely off Earth. I said this is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And you just make it there going into another planet from like a space station. Like that's where they are and they're going in. And, they're, and they can still call them Blackhawks. They totally could. And then you just do it like... How was I trying to think of this? Not Borderlands, but you kind of do it where you like you've got the settlers that have gone out and now kind of Firefly-ish, right? People have gone out, settled planets, and now there's all this going on. It's the line, the brown coats. Yeah, who, if you really think about it, are the Southerners <laughs> and shouldn't be <laughs> we celebrated. Shouldn't be celebrating them. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, this just <laughs> can't watch Firefly anymore. Well. Just Whedon's apparently an asshole, too, so... Okay. But, yeah, I figured this is something where we're going to take it out. Because, of course, it won't be Black Hawk Down, because it's, it's more of a loosely based yeah. version of it. But still, keep the story. I don't want, like, laser guns and pistols. and Like, just keep it kind of similar. Futuristic, right? futuristic enough... To, to a degree. For, for you to for the audience to know that it's in the future yeah but not so futuristic that it's star wars yeah i don't want that yeah what did you do um i did want to at least set it more modernly hmm. um i haven't just des- i didn't decide whether or not you should use like a fictional country yeah. um with fictional things because like that's an easy way of getting around some of the stuff but then you're still no matter what you're basing it on something yeah um right now I don't know if you follow video games that much, but um, Ubisoft has just released a bunch of information about their new Far Cry game, Far Cry 6. Mm -hmm. And it's based, it's a Caribbean country that has a tyrannical communistic dictator. And they're Mm -hmm. like, hey, we're making a political statement, but it's not about Cuba. And you're like, but it's about Cuba. (laughs) Whenever somebody says it's not about this, it's generally about that. So, like, that's the kind of the the the, the risk you run making something like mm-hmm. this. But I think you could easily do it. Um, I didn't think about this until right now. But like, you could do this as 
Um, China has a lot of really good modern military movies out right now. Some really, really good ones. Hmm. Like they, they could do it there yeah. or you could set this in a place where most people have a general, you know, like, hey, we're okay with them being the bad guy. Like Chechnya where Russia's the bad guy. Right. Well, it's always, it used to be Russia's the bad guy. Now the Middle East is always the bad guy. Yeah, and yeah. then. Or shit. You Britain's could, the bad you, guy. You, you, you know, other than the helicopter part, if you wanted to rewrite it totally, you could make this into a different war, like World yeah. War Two or something like that. Um, Speaking of the helicopters, helicopters before but, I forget, yeah. they actually got the Blackhawks from the army. Because they were in negotiations with the army and they finally were like, yeah, okay, we'll get them. Well, Otherwise, they're going to have to use Hueys and they're like, they don't look the same. And, and then it's like, you're calling the movie Black Hawk Down, but they're Hueys. Yeah. So. Well, one of the things, like um, the American military, like this is kind mm-hmm. of a known thing for the for the American military, that they're more than willing to rent out their equipment and stuff to, the, to Hollywood as long as the movie paints them in a good light. Yeah. Right? So... They have to be, it has to be the right... Uh... It has to be kind of like approved by the uh, by the military. But yeah, I, th- I think I would just change it, kind of make it a little more modern. Obviously, I didn't stick to any of the giant cast of military people that are all white. Yeah. Like, even statistically, that doesn't make sense. There's so many... There was one, there was one black guy in there. True. There's so many minorities in America's military. Shit, most of them are Samoan. For fuck's sakes. Yeah. Pardon my language. <laughs> like. Uh, your wife's not here. Yeah, so true. we need to make up for her. Like. So. I, I feel that obviously that has to change. And like. This could have very well been. What it looked like back in. What. 94 you said. 93. 93. But. I still doubt it. Hmm. Uh, well. I mean. You can go back. Right. Because all these characters are actual people. True. Yeah. You can go back. They are all pretty much white people. Yeah. But. That was their problem. White people. <laughs> White people fighting the Somalians. Let's not turn into that. Well, okay. So one thing though, because one of the things I was reading, I think it was on Wikipedia about this, was because there was talk about the inaccuracies and whatnot. It's mm. because the Pakistani army and the uh, the other army. Somalians? No. The other one that was helping them. Oh, 10th Mountain? But the Pac- 10th Mountain was Pakistani. Was it? But yeah, they were like, they didn't get any, uh, they didn't get like really any recognition in this movie for what they did. Like, it was like, yeah, we kind of teamed up with America and got this. And you're like, cool, but yeah, anyways, I'll look it up while we're, we're talking. Where do we want to go first? I don't know, just kind of because of the whole bunch of white people shooting Somalians. Made me think, do you remember Resident Evil 5? The one where it was everyone is it was in a village. In, it was set of, in yeah. it was set in Africa. Yeah. Um like that that game got into a lot of hot water for that too, where it was a white guy coming into an African village and shooting everybody. Right? Like granted they were zombies, but Yeah. It was the Malaysia. Says somebody wrote in one of their memoirs. I don't remember that um, at all. The outstanding performance of the Pakistani troops under adverse conditions is very well known at the UN. Regrettably, the film Black Hawk Down ignores the role of Malaysia and Pakistan in Somalia. When U.S. troops were trapped in thickly populated Medina Bazaar area of Mogadishu, it was the 7th Frontier Force Regiment of the Pakistan Army that reached out and extricated them. The bravery of the U.S. troops, notwithstanding, we deserve equal, if not mere, if not more credit but the filmmakers depicted the incident as only involving americans that was general perez mushafar f 
I don't know how to say your name. I'm terribly sorry. Um, so this, okay. mo- this movie was directed by Ridley Scott. Great director. I was just trying to look, see if we've actually, if we um, uh, recasted any of his movies yet. I don't think we have. Um, no, I think we talked. Uh, no, no. Kingdom of Heaven is probably my favorite of his. Really? Him, that and Gladiator. I really like Kingdom of Heaven. Hmm. I just find it. I don't know. It's very the Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Um, Crusade. Crusades. Yeah. Because I like the way they they. We did Legend. Oh right. Yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say I like the way they they portrayed both sides Wait, did we in do, Kingdom did we of do Heaven. Alien once too. Alien. Yeah. No, we didn't. No, we thought we've we talked, talked about, about it. it. Yeah. But it's technically an ongoing franchise. Yes. Same uh, with uh, Blade Runner. Yes. I think we talked about another one of his too. Mm. I, I don't know. I've always and enjoyed, Gladiator. Gladiator yeah, is probably. I've always enjoyed his his films. I think he's a very 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 good director. Um, going through the list, other than the modern Alien movies, which aren't great, the Covenant and Covenant Prometheus. Yeah. But I don't feel that it's the director's fault for those. Obviously, it's his fault. In, you know, because he's the head of the the thing mm-hmm. project, but I feel that the 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 fault on those two movies was the writing, not the acting or the shot composition, especially for Prometheus. No, um, like the, the writing the, was, the writing was bad, bad. Yeah. Um, my take on it is, I also didn't need an origin story of the aliens. Why would you just not do? But that's part of the writing. Yeah, but why would right. you just not do another mm-hmm. alien movie? Right, you don't have to even explain where they come from. We have whole backstories on xenomorphs and everything yeah. now. Yeah. But right now he has Gladiator. the last duel in production, <laughs> House of Gucci, Untitled Alien prequel, Queen Country, Kitbag, and Gladiator Two. You know they talked about doing Gladiator Two when Gladiator came out, and they had like a script. <laughs> Do you have you ever heard that story? No. Russell Crowe really wanted to do it, and this, but and he it was, died. yeah, and it was going to be about Hades sending him back. It was going to be a weird. It, it just mm. sounded like a weird take. Mm. Okay, where are you going? Oh, my baby screaming. Yeah. Distracted me. He produces a lot, like he produced Blade Runner twenty forty nine mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, anyway, I didn't pick a director. I just wanted to talk about Ridley. I never pick a director. Okay. We're going to start with General Garrison. General Garrison. Sam Shepard. Yep. So you don't know Sam Shepard because you kind of paused and I was like, eh. I, I, I recognize his face, but I did not, I can't say for sure. Like, I'd be like, oh, Sam Shepard. Well, he was in the right stuff. Was he? We've recasted yes. Sam Shepard before. Okay. Yeah. Sham Shepard. Sham Shepard. Sham Shepard. Sam Shepard. Um, so we probably talked about he's, him he's one of those actors that I see, I've seen in lots and lots of different things over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always kind of playing that same gruff person. Like this, the character he played in that terrible movie stealth is pretty much this exact same character. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I ever saw stealth. So well, it's good. It was a terrible movie. I know. It's probably why I was like, Oh. I will say, I have seen Swordfish, but I don't remember him in it. And he wasn't in it very much. He, he was, was a like a senator. senator. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh, He's okay. got that face that you just kind of remember. Yeah. 
But I think he did a really good job in this because like, I think he I really love the part where um, his like second is on the phone with with the tenth mountain and like mm-hmm. the ten, he's at the tenth mountain and he's like he's like and he's like they're they're not saying yes it's because they didn't we they're, didn't they're deem, in discussion still. yeah they're in discussion we didn't deem to to tell them and he's like you tell the minister or whatever it is, you tell him, you implore that it, him that it is imperative that we get this out. And I'm like, wow, you really started that off as like, I'm going to do a badass speech and like super wordy, like politician. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is, that, that was a great, it was really well acted. <laughs> I implore you to, re- yeah. to, yeah, to remind him that it's imperative <laughs> that we get this. And you're like, Oh yeah, he's not he's not being an asshole about it, but he's trying really hard <laughs> yeah, to, to be a pleasant to asshole. Be diplomatic about it, because yeah. <laughs> he really needs their help. Yeah. It would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, you go first because I went first last week. Sounds good. Um, I went with Viola Davis. Nice. Because of her role in Suicide Squad. Like I know that movie was bad. It's, like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We'll see the how the second one is. True. Um, but the first one is so it's, bad. It's bad. But, like, her Waller. Waller? Waller. Yeah. Um, she's so good. And she's good as that gruff, mean person. Yeah. Right? And I, you kind of need that for military commander, so I think she'd do really well. So, yeah. I wanted somebody who could... Be that person that is in command and take charge. And so I went with Hugo Weaving. Okay. Very good character actor. Very good character actor. I haven't seen him in a lot recently. Well, that's the thing. Like, he never really... He hasn't done a lot. To be honest, the last thing I remember seeing him in was... Mule. No. Um, (laughs) Whatever that young adult one was about moving cities. Oh, Mortal Engines. Hmm? Mortal, Mortal, Mortal Engines. Engines. That's the last movie I can remember seeing <laughs> him in. When you said moving cities, I'm like, are they like getting in boxes and moving to yes. a different city? No. No, you meant like, like actual actually physically phys- moving cities. Yeah. Because that was Peter Jackson or yeah. Guillermo? Peter no, it was, Jackson. it was Peter. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was the last one I can remember him being in. Mm. Let's look. Lone Wolf. Well, I did look to make sure he was actually still doing more, more, stuff. Mortal Engines, yeah. Um, yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't do too much these days. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in Hacksaw Ridge. Hmm? Despite it being directed by Mel Gibson, it was actually a really good movie. It's good. Yeah, but I like Hugo Weaving. Okay, sounds good. All right. Next on our list, Twoms. Twoms. Twombly, played by Thomas Hardy. Twombly Hardy. Some some no name Thomas Hardy <laughs> name. <laughs> Who who's this guy's not gonna go anywhere? No. He's some scrawny guy who barely has any you know, you know what the problem is? It's because we can see his face. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Uh, I, I kept having to like point these people out to Danielle because you can't tell. No. Like if you're not paying attention, these all all these men look the same. Because they all have shaved yeah. heads and blah blah blah, right? Um but like she's like once I pointed it out to her that it was Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy, she's like, You can't even tell that it's him. It's his like, first movie, I think. Yeah. I think they talk about this is Tom Hardy's first. Let's see. He's in here somewhere. Theatrical appearance. Like, it's crazy how young and skinny he looks compared to the Tom Hardy we know now. You think about it, too. Like, he's so far down on the list in in IMDb. I'll I'll find him. I'll find him. Yeah. But he's Um, so far down there, but he's 
like so well known these days. Yeah. He's considered like one of the top actors. I guess I'm going first, right? Yeah, you're going first. Um, so there it is again because I I'm changing this up. I've made different people. So I went with Dev Patel. Did you see the trailer for his new movie? Mm. Green. I forgot what it was. No. It no. looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. I really like him as an actor. It's a, like despite a, him it looks like a Avatar. super high fantasy, like King Arthur type. It is King Arthur, but super high fantasy movie. Oh, wait. Uh, the Green Knight. Green Knight. Yeah. Looks yes. super good. I really want to see that. Yeah. Because that's, um, yeah, it's all about Arthur. It's actually all about, um, not. Parzival? No, it's not. <laughs> I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. We're now not talking about the Green Knight. Now it's not going to bug me, though. <laughs> um, anyway, for Tom Hardy, um, yes. Band of Brothers was his first thing. But yes, this was his first uh, theatrical theatrical movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, Dev Patel. I really like him as an actor. I think he's great. God, he really like... And he's youngish enough that I think would yeah. fit in here. He really did well for himself. Who? Tom, Tom Hardy? Hardy. Like, he did Band of Brothers, which was a huge thing. Right? Sir Gar- Gay one. Gay one? Guy one. Um, Black Hawk Down, Dwayne. which was pretty big. And then, like, another two movies, and he was... Star Trek Nemesis. Star Trek Nemesis, where he was the main bad guy yeah. in a Star Trek movie. That's, like, four movies up from the bottom of his career. Well, Band of Brothers was... No, no, I know, like, but, like, that's huge. pretty insane. And then, yeah, Layer Cake, which was an amazing movie. Yeah. He said some... He had a good career. He's still going. He's not dead. <laughs> you don't know. Anyways, Dev Patel is taking over. So yeah. okay, sounds good. Who do good. you have? Um, I have Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos. Um, most people will probably know him from Hamilton. He hmm. was Lawrence, and then um, Hamilton's son, whose name I can't remember, who gets shot. No, uh, but he's he's the uh, the main in the in the Heights film coming out fairly soon. Okay, from the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he's a really really good actor. I can't remember which Godzilla movie he's in, but he's in one of them. So he's he's a he's a generally good actor and obviously an amazing singer. Um, but do what? you need to be a good actor to be in a Godzilla movie? <laughs> no, definitely not. Say. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> just just gonna yeah. put it there. But uh, yeah, I think he was. I think he's really, really good, and mm-hmm. I think he's young enough. And I think he's because of Hamilton, and now in the Heights, hopefully, be doing really well when it comes out eventually. Some point. Um, We're getting there. I think it'll, you know, propel him, launch his so, career. Yeah, cool. So, all right. Uh, next, Nelson. Nelson, Ewan Bremner. Bremner you probably know from Wonder Woman. I think that's Played the Scottish. That's the sniper. most uh, recent thing, I guess, that he would have done that I know of. Anyway, yeah. he is in so many freaking things. Oh yeah, well he was in Train Spotting with um, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, and Train Spotting too, and, and Alien vs Predator. Right? <laughs> wasn't he also? No, he wasn't in Covenant. Uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is one of those very prolific uh, character actors. Yeah. Snowpiercer. He was good in that. I just like the fact it's like, don't shoot that so close to me, or I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go deaf. And Hold on, look out! Mom, mom, tinnitus. 
I will say apparently the the actual um, person, the actual Nelson, did lose partial hearing, but did gain it back after this. I can see that, like the amount of amount of weapons fire these guys shot, and in very enclosed very enclosed spaces, like oh, and that, that we've shot guns and we've had to wear wear ear protection, and it's still freaking loud. Yeah. Like, let alone fully automatic weapons, and they had light machine guns. Like, yeah, well, that light machine guns, what the guy's firing right yeah. next to his ear. Like, yeah, no, no, duh. Okay, who'd you have? Or is it um, me? No, it's no, you. No, it's me. I had Chosen Jacobs. Chosen Jacobs was the. I thought oh, you said I chose Jacobs. I know. I'm like, um, I cannot, I am blanking. On the character's name, but he played one of the kids in the It remake. Okay. So he is quite young, um, but he is mm-hmm. basically on the line of like Blackburn. So he's like twenty. I think he was born mm-hmm. in like two thousand and one. Um, so, but the uh, this is gonna bother me who the character's name is, but uh, chosen Mike Hand- Hanlon. Hanlon. That's what it was. Thank you. I see. You. Um. Yeah. He he was so. All the kids were great in that movie, and. Yeah, I wanted I wanted these two especially to be quite on the young side. Yeah. Um, you know, not quite Blackburn young, but young. We didn't get to put Blackburn in because somebody thought he's only. He in was it in it for like two, two seconds. seconds. He fell out of a helicopter. He said three Bloom. lines, fell out of a helicopter. That's it. <laughs> it was Orlando Bloom though. It was yes, like less. Um, all right. And he didn't have a bow. He didn't even shoot anything. No, fell out of the <laughs> copter. <laughs> Who did you have? I went differently on this. That's fine. Because um, I didn't go young. I went a little older. I went with John Cho. Okay. So we know John um, mainly from Harold and Kumar. Yes. But Star Trek too. The Wrath of Khan? Yes. Into the Darkness. No, um, because I wanted somebody that can do a little bit of comedy to this too. Yeah. What? Why? No, we're just going. We're to the, on to the next person after this. But keep going. Okay. Well, yes, we're on to the next person after this. Yeah. Um, I want somebody that can do action and can do comedy. Yeah. And I think, and again, I didn't want white guys all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I wanted somebody that would play this role, and I think it would work out well. John Cho sounds good. Space Marine. Space Ranger. Space Ranger. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Okay. Our next uh, person. Next person, Matthews, um, played by Glenn Morshauer, who is the military man in all the movies you're thinking of a military man in. Um, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> like, I can't. To the point where he, in the Transformers movies, he's General Morshauer. Is he really? Yes. <laughs> they uh, just used can. his goddamn name. We can. Yeah, actually, I just saw it too. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, we can't even think. You know what? You've done this enough. Yeah. Just be, yeah. be he yourself. He was General Jacobs in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's been officers. He's been... like yeah. I always see him as... General I, Arthur in Madam Secretary. Yeah. He, he No matter what, I always see him as this military guy. Um, one of the funny things about this character actor... This character actor is... Um, like He was even a general in um, X-Men First Class. Hmm. Right, um, but one of the things that always made me laugh. Uh, do you know Troy Baker, the voice actor? Yes, he does a spot-on impression of this character actor. 
And he does it because he's like, no one else does an impression of Morshauer. Like, who's going to do it? Everyone does a walk-in, but like, yeah. no one does a Morshauer. <laughs> and it's really well done. Anyway, who is your Matthews? So this is the guy, this is one of the two guys who are in always helicopter. in that helicopter. They're the coordination, right? Yeah, like they're circling overhead. Uh, they're Ma- watching. Matthews coordinates the ground forces, and Harnell's coordinates the vehicles, mm-hmm. right? So that's why he's always talking to... Um, McKnight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanted a badass who's going to sit in her <laughs> helicopter. So I went with Charlize Theron. Okay. Because she's... I totally went differently than you on these ones. Oh, no, I know. But again, <laughs> I went very different, right? I yeah. went action, sci-fi-ish. Um, but she's been playing a lot more action stars and doing really well with it. Did you see The Old Guard? Like, that was a really good show, movie. I didn't say it was great. It had a it really good. good premise. Yes. I thought. So, and I think she, she'd do well. Hmm. She's, you know, okay in Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> no good. one's good in the Fast and Furious movies. No one's movies, good, but, but they you're do not that on going purpose. to see it. <laughs> yeah, they do that on purpose. Yeah. Who did so. you have? Um, as I said, I went completely different. I picked people who are like... These are the guys, and these are the people in their twilight years of the military service. Mm-hmm. They're not the people on the on the ground anymore, right? You know, Charlize Theron's like no, no, I know something. Does she look that? No, but <laughs> still, she's earned her respect. I'm she, looking up. She was born in 1975, so holy crap, forty. She's old. Yeah, she's not old, but forty-seven. Yeah, she's older than she looks. Anyway, um, I picked Kevin Costner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he has that voice too. Uh, he has that, like, he, I mean, he's definitely played a couple, couple of military men in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's more of the voice. Like, I want that gruff, no bullshit type of type of uh, voice and everything. So yeah, yeah. Pick Kevin Costner. Yeah. I really like Kevin Costner. I I know. You talk about him quite a lot often. Pretty sure you've used him not that long ago. I think I used him before we reset everything. Uh, yeah. But even then, it wasn't like last movie. So. Still holding off on Idris Elba. He's not in this one, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> or Jack Black. I'm saving those. Okay, next. Harnell. Harnell. Pardon Harl? me. Um, played by Zelko Ivanek. Yeah, I wasn't even going to try this guy's name, um, <laughs> but you, I've seen him in a lot of things. Oh, God, yeah. He is, like, what is that sound? It's it's ding. Yeah, he is another one of those incredibly, incredibly prolific character actors mm-hmm. who you've seen in... In Bruges, Argo, yeah. Seven Psychopaths, yeah. um, X-Men Apocalypse. Apparently, he was the Pentagon scientist. Mm-hmm. Which again, terrible movie. Yeah, but like, look how many. Oh, he's in True Blood. Look how many TV episodes he's done and all that stuff too. Oh yeah, he like, always shows up in TV. Yeah. So. Um, I'm trying to think of where I've seen him. Hmm, house. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. In Bruges, by the way, he yeah. played Canadian guy. <laughs> Did you ever see In Bruges? Yes. Oh, that was um, Ray Fines, and that is so funny. Colin Farrell and. Um, uh, Brendan Gleeson yeah. and Ray Fiennes. Yes. Ray Fiennes is unbelievable. What, Ray Fiennes has one of the best insults in that movie and it's to his wife and it's just so funny. 
I'm not going to say it because that movie has a lot of swearing in it. Yeah, a lot. Um, Who'd you have? I picked um, Alfre Woodard. Another character actor who is amazing and she has a great voice. You know who that is. No, I know. I'm looking at mine. Okay. Um, Yeah, because again, as I said, I want these. And pretty sure she was a military person in Call of Duty 2. Modern Warfare 2? Yeah. Like the re- the most mo- the most uh, or no, it would have been the most recent kind of remake of Call of Duty, where Price is now like a thirty year old man instead of a sixty year old man. She was in that one, pretty Power. sure. Um, but we yeah, just she... want Price and Soap back. Well, Soap is at the end of that end of that soap game. Soap McTavish, yeah, and Ghost. Oh, Ghost. <laughs> I they hated need... I hated Modern Warfare Three. Bothered the hell out of me. Oh, because like. Okay, you've played as Soap and Price for these two games. We're going to kill Soap right away, and you're going to play as some random Russian dude. It's like, no! no. What the hell? Where's Soap? Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, Alfred Woodard. She's amazing. Yep. She can play anything. She's got range. Who do you have? <laughs> She's got range. Kira Knightley. No, I'm joking. <laughs> One um, of these days, we're actually going to pick Kira Knightley. For I have something. picked Kira Knightley for something, I think. <laughs> I'd have to go back, but I can't find my files anymore. Um, Jeremy Renner. Okay. Put Hawkeye in a, in a helicopter. He seems better from above. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, no. He's played he's played soldiers before. Yeah, Hawkeye. Well, Hawkeye. Um, oh, he wasn't well, a soldier, but... Um, we, we played the bomb diffuser. Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, did you ever see Wind River? No. He wasn't a soldier, but he was like a sheriff in like an Alaskan town. Yeah. That movie is intense as hell. Mm-hmm. It was him and Elizabeth uh, Olsen. Okay, so it's a recent... Yeah. Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. They're like, hey, we should make a movie together. <laughs> okay. It was kind of in between a few of those. So, And it's yeah. really, really good. Um, it has a really dark ending. But like, it's if you're in the mood for like a dark, twisted movie... It's okay. Good. Yeah. But yeah, I like Jeremy Renner. And I think being a like a coordinator instead of being like one of the action guys would suit him in this Wait, role. were you just you just said you were looking up the next person. Were you just looking up Jeremy Renner? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I spell his last name right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Cuz I was like, is it Renner? And then I was thinking of something else that we'll talk about later, but Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Okay. Next. Uh, next we have By Seal. the way, Sorry, go back. I had to literally message you to be like, who's Har... No, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember him. Yeah. And I watched this movie like two days ago. But you wanted to cast Jeremy Piven too. Like he was in it. And, oh, I know. And Orlando Bloom. Oh, well, I wanted like, it because it was Orlando Bloom. We could have put 30 people on this list. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't need them because I'm not really doing the actual fiction. Like I'm yeah. doing a fictional version. Mm-hmm. So, but yes. I know. You could have taken him out. You didn't have to cast them. All right. Yeah. It's no fun that way then. So, Steel, played by the amazing Jason Isaacs, who we have definitely talked about before. Um, I've cast him. I'm pretty sure Danielle's even cast him. Lucius. Uh, yeah, Lucius Malfoy. God, he was great. He was great as Lucius. Yes, he was good. Get Everybody out. in that movie overacted. <laughs> Apparently I spelled Isaacs wrong. I was looking up, what other movie is he in that I... He, he's in a lot of movies. No, I know. Keep going. I'm gonna... He was in The Patriot. He was in Peter Pan. He was in the Harry Potter series. 
am I thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking of. Oh, yeah, he was in Legend of Korra. Yes, he was. Right? Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, right. he, does, he does a lot of voice uh, He does. I just actors, I yeah. scrolled by, I'm like, oh, he's in Castlevania as Satan. Mm-hmm. He's in Batman as Ra's al Ghul. Wow, yeah, he's done Star a lot. Wars Rebels as the Inquisitor. He was good as the Inquisitor. Was he the Inquisitor? I just started watching that. Yeah, he's the Inquisitor. Oh, I the first one you meet. Yeah. That dies. Yes, dies at the end of season one. Yeah. So sad. Oh, sure. he's in Electra. <laughs> the original movie? With Jennifer Garner? Yeah. That was a terrible movie. And he was in Resident I don't even Evil. That. Yes. He was in Resident Evil right after this. So, like the first Resident Evil? Yes. Okay, so do you want to know where he is in that movie? Because mm. I, I know. Okay, take me so, through it. The original Resident Evil movie yep. has no Jason Isaacs in it until the very, very end when Alice and the other guy get snatched by Umbrella and they put in the gurneys. Mm-hmm. He is one of the scientists covered in hazmat suit and talking. All I know, the only reason I know that is because he is such a, a unique voice that I'm like, that's Jason Isaacs. <laughs> I would not have gotten that. <laughs> By the way, we probably talked about him when we did Dragonheart. He yes. played Felton. Yeah. Yeah, the scaredy cat. Yep. Yeah. But I like, yeah, he's amazing. Mostly because I know me and Danielle have cast him because we watched mm. Star Trek Discovery and he's a big part of that. Yeah. So. I guess I'm up. You are up. So for my, because this is the head of the Rangers. This is the, the leader of the Rangers. Yeah. Leader of the Rangers. So I wanted a big bolsterous guy. So I went with Jason Momoa. Big bolsterous guy. Big bolsterous guy. Yeah. I almost went with The Rock, but I felt like that... He's too I big to be I military? Kind of, You yeah. would never have a military man that size. No, and you I felt like... You couldn't move fast. No, and I felt like he... It, as, as great as I like The Rock, I think he's better as like a comedic action star than a more like military Serious action. action. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jason Momoa, I think I could you could get him to be more serious um and like take like stargate atlantis yeah the way he played that he wasn't he was comedic he was comedic but he's still like what was his name god damn ronan ronan (laughs) i had something else in my head i'm like nope nope i loved him i love that show that was a great one could have done without the zpm joke all the time the zpm yeah, but the one Canadian called it the ZPM. ZPM. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Stupid. We don't... I don't even remember that character's name. <laughs> I, uh, Rod, doesn't, Rodney? Doesn't, doesn't really... It doesn't matter. It does matter now. <laughs> Who did you have for Steel? Um, I picked um, Yahya Abdul-Manti II. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm very, very sorry. Okay. Um, hey, it was Rodney. Rodney McKay. Okay. Um. He's the guy who played Mantis. Okay. Um, huh. But he... Um, <laughs> Weird, we both chose Aquaman. People. Yeah, true. Um, but for me, I cast him as because of his stint in Watchmen, the TV show. Okay. To be honest, I had forgotten he was Mantis until just now. Um, <laughs> and he's probably um, going to be Mantis again, because... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really, really loved that Watchmen show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was incredibly well done. You'll... Uh, I'll, I'll speak about it again in a couple of people because I cast another person from the show. Um, but yeah, he was so good as that. And are you ever going to watch that show? 
some point. I'm getting through okay, things I won't slowly, spoil it but um, you can spoil it. It's Watchmen. I... Okay, it's been out for two years now, but he turns out to be Dr. Manhattan in disguise, Ooh. and he is plays it so well. Yeah, so... Yeah. Ah, and, you've ruined it for me. Yeah, totally. And for our five listeners. Yeah. This okay. Year. Next, Durant. Durant. Played by Ron Eldred. Eldred. I don't actually know this actor. I, he has a very familiar face. Yeah, to me, he looks like K- uh, Casey Kasem. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's the thing that pops into my head. Maybe. Who? Hmm. He was in yeah. Deep Impact and Sleepers. I don't know. I think it's his hair. Justified. Justified. Actually, Deep I impact. probably know him from Justified. I just don't remember. Colton Colt Rhodes from Justified. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't really know this guy. He has a weird, like, oh, maybe it's Ghost Ship. <laughs> I remember him from. Oh. He was in Ghost Ship. He played Dodge. He was the guy who was eating the cans with Carl Urban when they turned into maggots. Yeah. Cool. Go Ship. That's a terrible movie. Go Ship's so bad. <laughs> I love watching it. Okay. Oh my goodness. So yeah, Durant was the one who went, survived one... his plane cra- his helicopter crash. He's the one that got kidnapped. Yeah. Or not kidnapped. He got taken hostage. Mm. And then got rescued later. Yeah, they, they say that yeah. in the end. Yeah. Spiel. Spiel. Because the Rangers don't leave people behind, right? Mm. So. He's never said that before. <laughs> Mike Durant, we will not leave you behind. It's like, thanks for telling the captors my name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway. Is it my turn or your turn? Okay. Sorry, I'm going to say something that's going to sound terrible. Okay. But I'm going to say this. It's one of those things where you're like, if you were that guy's cap, like, if you got taken hostage, you'd be like, you know what? If you guys kill me, there's no reason for the army not just to nuke this place. Yeah, there is. There's a bunch of innocent civilians. Casualties of war. Hey, that's terrible. <laughs> that's why I said this is a bad thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep those bad thoughts in your head. I know. I should. Anyway, I picked... Because like, I felt like... Especially between this character and Walcott's mm-hmm. character. Like, there was... These I'm... guys were trying to be the comedic side of it. Yes. Um, so, I picked Jay Baruchel. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Sure. <laughs> Not the reason, but whatever. That I, works. I like Jay Burr. I, I, I think, think he's, he's I think he's very funny, and I like the fact... I like him when he tries to do stuff that's a little more serious. Like, even How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just even the... Oh, it's voice work. Like, it's way more serious than most of his other stupid comedies. Um, so, yeah. I like... Did you ever see Goon? No. I like Goon. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of sports movies. This is the end. He's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. So. No, I like it. Yeah. So I. You're not gonna like my McKnight. Okay. <laughs> I decided to merge Durant and Walcott together. But they went down in two different helicopters. So it's fine. Twins. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm with Karen Gillian. Okay. Nebula. I know. Amy Pond. Amy Pond. She can totally keep her She Scottish has a cool accent. looking movie coming out called Gunpowder Milkshake. What? <laughs> it's called Gunpowder Milkshake. Interesting. Yeah. 
looks cool. But I think she can totally be a badass, so... Yeah, of course she can. She plays one. She plays She yeah. plays two. Amy Pond's a badass. I don't know if they can hear that or not. Yeah. <laughs> we'll assume. But yeah, I mean, as a pilot, right? Yeah. So... I think she can have some humor to it. Sounds good. Again, humor. Okay. Jay Baruchel. And then he scoffs at Karen Gillian. I didn't scoff. You scoffed. That's a scoff. I didn't do that. Okay. Who's your McKnight? Oh, it's me. I go first. Also, let's we talk about McKnight. McKnight. Um, we're not going to talk about Tom Sizemore because Tom Sizemore is a terrible person. Yeah. Um, but we will talk about McKnight. I really like this character. I like the fact that when everything's exploding around him, he's just standing there. Every like everyone's hiding behind cover, and he's just like standing there leaning up against stuff. And it's like, yeah, get it over here. <laughs> it's like I really like. Are, are you, I, I think even though like other people try and be funny, as and I said, like Durant mm-hmm. and Walcott have that like banter. I think he's actually one of the funnier characters in the film, just from the situations they put him in, just from him, you know when they have to go back to that thing and he's just mouthing MF, MF, but the actual mm-hmm. term. And he's, you could just see his anger in his face. Like, I really do think Tom Sizemore plays this comedically in a very serious way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, who's your McKnight? Um, I went with somebody that I think you chose last week, but also oh, because he has a... Copycat! I know. But also because he has a, a bit of a military background. So I went with Adam Driver. I did pick him last week. Yeah. Because yeah. he was a... He was a Marine. He was a Marine. Yeah. And so. I think that's a, a good way to bring him in to this. Like, I mean, of course, mine's not Marine-based. It's... Rangers. Rangers. Space Rangers. Rangers all the way. Hoo-ha. But yeah, I think Adam, Adam Driver is a great uh, actor. We talked about him last week a lot, so we won't talk too much about him. Mm-hmm. But I think he can also bring some of that humor, as I was saying, because you hadn't seen it. I was talking about um, him in The Dead Don't Die. and But also, did you ever see his SNL stuff? His SNL stuff's hilarious. Oh, Undercover Boss. Yeah. <laughs> Kylo Ren. Jesus. He's so funny. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. He is funny. He can be funny and he can be serious, which is, I think, what you need in this character. Yeah. So, yes. Adam Driver. Okay, so you're definitely gonna have to give him a haircut and shave his beard. Oh, but because of that stoicism that this character has, I went with Jack Black. Did you go with Jack Black last week? No, I don't think so. I think I thought you went with Jack Black recent, like in the last two movies, mm, like a, a little while that? ago. It wasn't last week. Okay. Um, but yeah, I went with Jack Black. I think because then I couldn't get it out of my head once I thought about it when I was watching the movie. Um, hmm. Shake, rattle, and roll. There's a ladder behind us. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, for some reason, I because I really want to see him in more serious stuff. I know he's a comedic actor and not really acting that much anymore. Well, um, nobody really is, but yeah. But I, I really do want to see him in stuff, and I think just seeing his like silhouette standing there while everything's blowing up around him and not giving a shit and like getting shot in the neck and just like keeping him driving and like i think that would be so cool for him to do too hmm? like um because i think doing king kong was a big thing for him where he didn't have to play this super silly character right he yeah it's that 
and I don't want to use that the term, but like the fat comedian. Yeah. It was like the the um, Chris Farley type character. Like he did. Yeah. Chris Farley didn't want to play that in his life, and yeah. that's what he ended he didn't up. Didn't always in. want to be that. No. Right. So. Well, well we talked about it when you picked Bruce Willis. Yeah. Like he doesn't always want to be a cop and or an agent, no. then he always is, right? So yeah. that's why he gets mad. <laughs> but I love Jack Black. I know you do. School of Rock is. I'll look it up, but I'm pretty one sure one of my favorite movies of his. Pretty sure I haven't used him that recently, but yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Sanderson. Sanderson. William Fickner. We love William Fickner. He's in everything. <laughs> but he's also so cool. William Fickner. Dr- the best part of Drive Angry. Yeah. Probably. It was a stupid movie. It was so stupid, <laughs> but he was great in it. Yeah. As the uh, accountant, yeah, right? Yeah, and then, like, even like the, the two minutes he's in The Dark Knight, like, he is really, really good in that. Um, as we said, he's good in Armageddon. Armageddon. Right. Yeah. yeah. William Fickner has become quite a good actor over the last 90 years yep. 90, 90 years wow William. i meant to say 30 90 was the you word that old. came out <laughs> um, um i will say didn't really love him as uh eric Sachs in the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie but whatever yeah well those are just bad movies so whatever william figner he was in uh modern warfare 3 was he played sandman okay Cool. Well, we were talking about modern warfare, so it's true. I just didn't remember. Um, that. You know, I'm not gonna say this, but I will just show you something later. Okay. I don't know, but apparently he's in a film. <laughs> don't ask. Look up his IMDb, and we'll find out what Did it is. Forehead titties. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> the hell? That's gotta be a weird comedy. All it says is women get men to take them seriously by wearing miniature modeled breasts on their foreheads. Okay. He is in this movie, people. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Blades of Glory. Oh, William Fickner, you're great. Is it me or is it you? Um, it's you, because you did Jack Black. Yeah. Um, this is where I went with the other person from The Watchmen, and I picked Regina King, who mm. was the main person in Watchmen. Um, I'll get to her, figure out what her damn character's name was. Um, but she was, that show was so well done and she did such a good job playing Angela Abar. That's what it was. Um, as the main character, like she was this superhero cop and like Watchmen is just because it is based on the comic book, not the movie, but it still Mm -hmm. pulls from the movie. Um, yeah, it just it was really, really well done, and she did such a good job. It was so surprising how good of how good of a job because like I've never seen her in something that serious, mm-hmm. right? Like she's you know done comedies and stuff before that I've seen her in. So yeah, um, and seeing her in Watchmen as this badass superhero was just a cool change. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who did you have? I went for another badass guy that's played a soldier before. I want Bradley Cooper. Okay. Because I wanted he a little... the soldier you talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, Chris <laughs> Kyle, the, yeah. the American sniper. Yeah. Because, like, he, he's played that. He's played different roles, and he's a little older now. So you want to have older Sanderson against your younger Eversman. I have not picked Jack Black yet since the reboot. Okay. I just 
for some reason maybe it's because we've been talking about jack black so much because you're like you guys keep wondering bringing, why i haven't bringing, yeah bringing it up because you yeah. haven't yeah cast so, him yet, but so. i put bradley cooper in instead sounds good pew 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 bradley yeah. cooper yeah well we'll get to the next ones because we're on three left yeah three left hoot hoot played by Let's... played by the hulk eric Bana. the only good hulk Looking for something to throw. No, no one likes that Hulk movie. Come on. Um, but Eric Bann is a good actor. He is. Um, apart from the Hulk, uh, what was the name of that movie I saw him in? Australian movie. Um, Australia? Chopper. That's what it oh, is. Oh, yes. Um, he is so good in that, and he's very creepy. That was why he got this part. Was it? Yeah. Huh. Um, also loved him in Troy. I loved him in Munich. Ah, uh, Troy. Troy is what I was trying to think I really, of. really do enjoy that fight scene that him and um, Brad Pitt have. Like that one-on-one fight, I think, is incredibly well choreographed and really, really well done. The fight between Hector and... Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. Um, obviously, he was Nero in Star Trek. He was. Yeah, he killed Chris Hemsworth. You bastard. Yeah. But, um, you ever see Munich? No. Munich was a very, very powerful film. Um, yeah. Because it was about... Uh, oh, right. He was in the castle. It was about a group of Mossad agents mm. uh, who went out to kill the people who were responsible for the Olympic massacre that happened um, back in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But it was Steven Spielberg, and it's an incredibly well-filmed film. Well-filmed film. Well filmed film. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, your turn. I'm up. Who's your hoot? So this is your. I don't know. You're almost your special. Your lone ops. wolf specialists. Hoot. I'm the wise military dude who just sits outside and and kill talk, things and talks in a bit of a southern accent, but not quite. <laughs> so I wanted a cool dude, kick ass specialist. So I went with John David Washington. Tenant. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was so cool good in that. He was a cool op- dude. Operative. Cool dude. Oper- operative. Yeah. And that's what I just, I wanted. I want that, like, coolness. Yeah. You can put you can put Denzel somewhere in here, too. <laughs> just, just for the hell of it. I think I cast Denzel. He, he, he could have been your, um, your uh, garrison. Yeah. I think I did Denzel, though. When did I do Denzel. I'd have to look that back up. But yes, uh, John David Washington as Hoot. As Hoot. I like him. He's good. He is very good. Um, I went with a person I've never actually seen act. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, but I'm going on faith that he's good and he knows what he's doing. Um, I picked, um, I'm going to say his name wrong, uh, Simu Liu, the guy who's playing um, Shang-Chi. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Marvel would not have picked him if he didn't know what he was doing. Because they know how to pick people. Um, Mostly. The current Marvel Universe knows how to pick people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right? The MCU knows how to pick their people. Especially their lead actors. Hmm. Um, So, I I think he's going to do really, really well. That trailer looks phenomenal. I cannot wait to see that movie. Um, But I kind of wanted... From what I see from him in the trailer, like he has that 
like even in the action scenes he has that kind of like calmness to him mm-hmm. like he's not like reckless or anything like that and so like he'll be a typical mcu main character he'll be a little bit arrogant a little bit funny yeah. a little bit quippy right but uh the reluctant hero at first yeah and steps up and gains more power yeah he has learned the power of friendship <laughs> with aquafina <laughs> the water yes i know it was a joke calm down no i'm not coming down okay still mad about jack black grimesy grimesy should we talk about you mcgregor again do we do we need to? I'm pretty sure we've talked about Ewan McGregor a lot. Uh, we have because he uh, oh Obi Wan. He's amazing. He was a great yeah, a great Obi Wan. Yeah, he is great. Um, oh yeah, I was trying to remember where I cast John David Washington. I cast him in Stargate. That's what I did. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Grimesy, Grimesy, this super badass soldier who's it's like, where did they dig you up behind a desk? Really. <laughs> I made coffee. Yeah. I made coffee in Desert Storm. Yeah. I made coffee in... Yeah, whatever else. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the grind. Yeah. Not too fine, not too coarse. Yeah. But yeah, I really, really like this character. And I like the first interaction you get with him where he's like, I have a rare and unique skill that that uh, keeps me out of combat. Typing. Do you know how to type? <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Click, click, click. Yeah. Um, I guess it's my go. Yeah. Um... I know I've chosen her before. I don't think I've chosen her since the reboot, but uh, um, Florence Pugh. Oh, I'm really Pugh. looking forward to her being in um, uh, Black Widow. Hmm? I can't wait to see what, what they'll do with her. Um, I really do. What? I'm trying to think of her character's name. I don't remember. We haven't seen the movie yet. No, I know, but I've heard of her character in comics before. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I really enjoyed I know it's a very different film. I really enjoyed her in Little Women. Um, walking down the street? No. Little, little women. Little women walking down. You've just made that song even creepier than it already was. <laughs> yeah, she's playing Yelena. Okay. Belova, um, the next Black Widow. Yeah. That's what I, that's what everyone thinks that she's just going to replace Scarlet. Well, I think she replaces like the character replaces Black Widow on the Dark Avengers. Uh, is okay. usually what it is. Okay. Um, anyway, I think she's amazing and again, Marvel doesn't generally make those big mistakes, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. Marvel. She also was in one of my favorite horror movies. Yes, Midsummer is a crazy, freaky movie. <laughs> okay, speaking of crazy, freaky movies, really? No, not in any way, shape, or form. Because I went with somebody. Basically, I went with this guy because of his accent. Okay. Um. And I'm just looking up to see if there's any other movies that you might know him from, possibly. Um, I went with Lucas Black. Um, You went with Tokyo Drift? Tokyo Drift! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dude's from Alabama. He's got that southern accent. Yeah. I wanted somebody that you'd be like, this guy cares a lot about coffee, but you're like, I don't don't see like it just like kind of takes it out and i just wanted somebody that was kind of the well he's in the new fast and furious movie too well he's the same character yeah i know but still it's just the same they actually brought him back from tokyo drift they've never acknowledged those movies before oh no he's <laughs> he was back in one of the no, early i know ones. like, like um, a movie or two ago but like he was in furious seven yeah because they had to go to tokyo to get han stuff that's yeah. when han was killed yeah god those movies are just 
stupid. Um, but, but he's been on a lot of NCIS. But you can't wait to see nine. Yeah, he was in NCIS yes. New Orleans. It was, yeah, he was on both. Yeah. Um, but yeah. He's just... I always thought he'd be a good Wolverine. Yeah. I think he has the right look because he's a short, stout kind of man. Yeah, and that's kind of uh, what I wanted yeah. wanted for this character. Obviously not, not a Wolverine, now. He's a little but, too old to play Wolverine, yeah. but yeah. but he's not old too old to play Grimes. Nope. Grimesy. Okay. Eversman. Eversman. Our main dude. Josh played, Hartnett. Played by Josh Hartnett, the hottest thing in the nineties. So I was trying to think this up. The two thousand like, early two thousands. There's only like two movies off the top of my head when I think Josh Hartnett, other than this, which are probably not on there. I think one of them is O. Okay. Which was the Othello yeah. movie. With Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah. And then Forty Days and Nights. Which was that really that stupid comedy. Stupid comedy. And those are the only movies I can really not remember. Thirty Days of Night? No. I don't not think Lucky I've ever Lucky really Number Slevin? Oh. Lucky Number right. Slevin's amazing movie. I always forget. Yeah. That's one of those ones I watch and then haven't gone back to in a long, right. long time. Also, a super underrated horror movie, The Faculty. Yes, that's very 90s. Yeah. That was with the... Uh, they were aliens or something, right? Yeah, the teachers were being possessed by like aliens, yeah. yeah. No, um, he was huge for a while there. He yeah. was big and then he just kind of petered off, I guess. Kind of, yeah. 40 Days and 40 Nights, that's the one you're yeah. talking about, which was just after this one. And then, yeah, Hollywood Homicide, which wasn't a great movie. Oh, and Sin City. But, yeah, that, Dude, why doesn't... that shot, the the scene that he's in in Sin City mm-hmm. was actually not filmed with the rest of the movie. That was literally the test shot to get studios to buy the movie. Yeah. And then they decided to chuck it in because it's only like a mi- minute or two long. Yeah, because it's just so, like an opening. Yeah. It's oh, one yeah, of like the short Pearl Harbor. Story. I forgot about that. That was why he got into this movie. Was it? Yeah, because uh, they were like, Brockheimer. Brockheimer was Brockheimer, talking to Sc- yeah. Scott and was like, you should... I think it's Brockheimer. I can't remember. Brockheimer. One of them was talking to Ridley Scott, though. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you should get him in here. Or Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Because this, is Mike, this isn't uh, this this is a Michael Bay a Brock... movie. This is a Michael Bay movie, yeah. Isn't it both, though? Is yeah. Is it one of those ones? Yeah. Brockheimer produces a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Well, I guess I'm up first. You are up first. Okay. So, speaking of Tenant, because <laughs> I actually forgot he was oh, in it. you picked... John David Washington. You picked so, Robert Pattinson. No. Oh, okay. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, okay. The other British man. Yeah. The other guy that shows up. <laughs> yeah. The pincer move. Temporal pincer move. Temporal pincer move. Um, yeah, because of, kind of because of that, again, with that role. Because he's played... Uh, Quicksilver, yeah, and then Kick Ass, and all those. Like he's been in those ones, and he's played those kind of funny comedy guys. But then, yeah, he shows up and plays soldiers, and he plays it really well. And I wanted somebody that looked young enough to be like he's just kind of given this command mm-hmm. of his unit, and then go from there. Are you looking up your person? No, I'm looking up the movie he was nominated for an Oscar in recently. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson? No, the guy I'm picking. Oh, well then, what the heck? <laughs> okay, well then, who are you picking? Because if it's uh, a Miserable, I don't know. <laughs> Hugh Jackman? Yep, I'm picking Hugh Jackman, a okay. 50-year-old man. <laughs> to play this young guy. Yeah. Um, no, I'm picking uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Okay. Um, think he's 
phenomenally good actor. Um, what is the movie? Hamilton. One Night in Miami. That's the movie recently where he was uh, nominated for an Oscar. Um, I can't remember if it was for the song or for his acting, but anyway, he he is so good. And yeah, he plays Aaron Burr in Hamilton. Um, Aaron Burr is the main character of that damn, kills, damn musical. Kills Hamilton. I know, but he he's the narrator. He's in most of that thing, and he plays it so amazingly. And he's also on surprisingly even though i saw this before i saw hamilton he's on murder and on the orient express hmm. and everybody in that movie was such a phenomenal actor and again he's of that age where this fits yeah and obviously he's not an action hero as he as the movies i've just <laughs> talked about aren't really super actiony movies or movies actiony movies at all um but i think he hmm? yeah you don't need to be an action star though no like, that's I a know. thing yeah but that's kind of why I, I picked him. I kind of wanted him to be this. I had know. one night in Bangkok stuck in my head. That's weird. Well, because one night in Miami, and then it's like, one night in Miami, and then like, that doesn't work. But one night in Bangkok still works. So. Yeah. All right. That's Black Hawk Down. That was a very long list of people. Yeah, we're already an hour and 60 minutes into this. Okay, where can they find us? Okay, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. We're mostly at Recasted Pod. Yes. Uh, you can find us on all streaming services, mostly. Uh, Google Play, Spotify, all the rest of them. I don't know the rest of them. <laughs> the rest of them. But go look it up. You can find me on Etsy on the Canuck Comic Guy store, as well as on Instagram. I had hey, to think, you got it right this time. I say Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I believe we are on Twitter, but I don't think... At Recasted Pod. At yes. Recasted Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, you and can't find Hassa anywhere but here, so you know, listen yep. to us. Uh, you can find Danielle on Instagram at Fiona Veer. Uh, she posts a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's yeah. where you can find us. That's where you can find us. Please come talk to us. Yeah. We yeah. really like doing this stuff. We'll okay. D- we'll keep doing it even though... Until you guys tell us to stop. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. You're 300 episodes in. We're not that far yet. <laughs> we're at like 100. Yeah, we're getting close. 60, I'd say. Yeah. Anyway, we've had a lot of movies. Anyways, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch MASH.